You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Bolt Action Coffee, Safari Club International, Calgary Chapter, and Best of Seven Barbers. Production assistance provided by Fighting Spirit Productions. Now, kick back with a cold one, relax, and enjoy our show. Welcome, 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 everyone. You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories Podcast. Yes, we are back. It has been a little bit of a summer hiatus. I think our last episode, we did Spring Bear. That's right. Yeah. June or July or something. Yeah, yeah. We did it late, too, and we got <laughs> yeah. super losered. And, uh, man, I don't even know what the quality of that one was. But, hey, our listeners who made through the whole episode, there was quite a few of you. Thank you so much. Today, we are joined in studio with bro, bro, Brody, bro, bro Die. I don't know. How are we going to say this, man? I'm going to use the, like, the random wheel of hunting names. There's definitely like an app for that. It's like... Let me find it one yeah, sec. Let yeah, me yeah. just bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll figure out what yours is. It's like the, the month you were born and then like, I don't know, there's something else too. But they're all quite funny. Oh, it's like your, uh, it's like like your, your porn star. Shark bait wolf too for like, <laughs> or like something like that. <laughs> but joining us today isn't, isn't just Brody who's AKA yet to be determined. And Brooke, today we are drinking what I am calling a poor man Mai Tai. And sticking in with the vein of hard liquor and items you can get at your local gas station, either on your way to the field or from the field, um, it's just a, a kind of a simple Mai Tai, except um, we've got some dark rum, we've got some lambs, and we've got some Cuban rum, because, you know, why not? Uh, it's just a mix with um, some apple juice and some Sprite, and we've been kind of layering it. Um, if that's not your thing, because you get all the, all the booze, Right at the start. Right at top. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not into uh, just the tip of your rum, uh, perhaps give it a little bit of a swirl, but the photos will be up on Instagram. And, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. We're on TikTok now. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Hi, China. I know. I know. I felt like such a geezer when I was uh, when I was getting on there because I don't know what any of the buttons do. Like, what does this do? How do I sign up? So, yes, listeners, we are now on TikTok. So, Brody. We have you here today. Where did we just come from, dude? Well, we were at the Hero Lodge in the Territories, as uh, one of the gentlemen said up there, the Territories on North uh, Narrow Island. Yeah, that's right, Narrow Island, about 45 minutes southeast of Yellowknife. I, th- I think it's more like straight east, isn't it? Well, I don't know. It was southeast East. I didn't have a compass. Oh, the pi- okay, that's the, pi- the pilot pointed it, and we got there, right? So that's good. Narrow Island, Hero Lodge, your second time there. Yes, yes, yes. The east arm of Great Slave Lake. Just beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. what did you think, man? I think uh, I think I sold it to you as a little more of an austere um, adventure. It was quite the adventure, though. Mm. Holy shit. By the way, what do I call ever- you on this episode so I can... What? Well, everybody knows me as Boozy, but Boozy. Okay, yeah. so you I get a nickname, a, and I have oh, to use my real I name. found a I found a name generator where you can you can use your your birth date. So like the okay the date like so I'm August twentieth. So mine would be Rocky Gunner. That's oh, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, Brody, throw some numbers at us. Let's come All up right, with your your half September. Name September 23rd. See, now I'm, now I'm dropping my first name and my birthday. People are going to figure out who I am anyway. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this exactly. whole, your whole plan to anonymize this shit Cam, is not You are good. Cam Tracker. Oh, oh. Cam Tracker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hilarious. Cam Tracker. Camel Toe Tracker. Oh, okay. Man. Wow. Yeah. That checks out. Uh, but yeah, Mark, when you sold it. 
<laughs> boozy when you sold Whatever it. You call me Martin, it was, uh, it was. He's like, are, you know, are you ready? You're gonna be shitting in a bucket, but there's gonna be French cuisine. And I'm like, okay, this sounds like quite the yin yang of experience. I'm into it. I'm into it. Never shat in a bucket. Shat in a bucket and bagged it and then burned it in the same fire that we used for warmth that night. It was actually pretty chill. It was pretty chill. Not yeah, a big deal. Not yeah. a big deal. And everybody like, you know, every everybody's used to it happening after the first day. It's like, well, we better get the fire going so the the shit can burn um and the fish heads and the duck remnants, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was a it was a nice communal fire experience. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I remember yeah. the one day there you were um you're starting the fire and there's a whole bunch of fucking shit bags like underneath kind of the wait and feel. And I started singing, I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning some poo. And he's just like, oh, God. And there's a few times like, fuck, I think you just had the fire going yeah. one time. And then a whole bunch of fucking fish got, got dropped right yeah. on its fucking fresh pile. <laughs> so before, yeah, it was yeah. like, it was kind of damp. And before I knew they're just like willy nilly with throwing gas on the fire to get it going. And before they got the butane torch or the propane torches up there, I was like trying to cub scout the fire right like build it up and everything and i just get it going and then buddy there drops like a massive fish gut like right in front of me he's like oh didn't see you there and I was like, fuck dude this guy's hilarious oh i know right yeah <laughs> we got it going luckily it was all good yeah, but, yeah. It, was, it was it was awesome so what did you was that your first time in a float plane yeah first time in a float plane been on plenty of helicopters been on regular planes and uh it was it was chill. Like everyone made it out to be like, "Oh, I better get the gravel. You're gonna barf. You're gonna barf. I got a barf bag from the WestJet flight. Here you go." I'm like, "Okay, is it that bad? Like, this is gonna be like ducktails. Are we gonna fall apart halfway through the flight and get there?" But it, yeah, it looks kind of janky and kind of sketchy. You're like, "This thing actually flies." Yeah, yeah exactly. And it takes off. Holy shit! And I, I remember last time I went, I was in a way smaller aircraft, and it was pretty, pretty choppy on the way out. I was like, "Oh, this is exciting." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when we landed, because like you know how it's in that little, I don't know, is it inland cove? Yeah, Inlet, cove, whatever the sure. hell it is, bay. I don't know. Yeah, it might be a bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. We One got like I got stuck out in front of the bay for like forty five minutes. I might be exaggerating, but it felt like forever because the wind wasn't right, and the guy couldn't turn the aircraft because he's worried the wind, the crosswind would blow the plane over, and we'd be in the water. I'm like, oh, this is a great start. So we're like there yeah. with the doors open, and like trying to lean <laughs> to get it. All right, out boys, of the wind. get out and lean. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't really have too much excitement on the way in. It was a pretty, no, pretty nice and chill ride. And we were on the old aircraft, too. It was gorgeous. Fresh coat of red paint. And it was just hilarious being in that thing. I've never been in an aircraft that old before. That yeah, so cool. the plane was from 1957. It was an old de Havilland Beaver. And it had like a goose painted on the side. Yeah. So it was like, what's, what's that fucking movie? With Jeff Daniels, where he builds the ultralight flyer to fly the fucking geese home. Right, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Other. Like, God, that seems like a horrible idea. Like, yeah. that whole fucking movie looks like a fucking really bad idea. Yeah. Because it seems like you'd take off, and then, like, I don't know, a bunch of geese would hit your fucking propeller. Go, my God, we're going down. And that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like it'd be a short movie, but based on a real story. So, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means, yeah. but... Yeah, 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 exactly. The De Havilland Beaver. Oh, but the paint was a little older, <laughs> and uh, you could see into the engine compartment because the tin had not been quite. Uh, it was, you know, kind of open. Lots of rivets, lots of rivets on that gal. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's a it's beauty. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. you're climbing into a classic car, but it's uh, it's an airplane, it's and, in, it's and it hauled all our shit. It, it got yeah. like because we had a lot of kit to go out there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we did, right? We had to bring firearms, firearms fishing, rods. fishing rods. We we did good by the the pilots were stoked we didn't bring a bunch of beer. They were stoked we brought brown liquor. 
yeah. which is great. The next group that came in after, they had a ton of beer. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's like, come on, guys. You know. Yeah, you gotta like get bang for your weight buck there, right? Yeah, totally. But yeah. Man, I didn't know Jocelyn actually had a fridge up there, like a fridge for guest usage, right? Like I'm thinking, you bring up beer to a place like this, you gotta like keep it in the lake, you know, and tie tie a rope to the tie a rope to it or something. But it was so it was overall more posh than I thought it would be, but still still rugged, right? Like I remember us getting off of the float plane, off the dinghy, getting onto the new dock, um, and the new dock being a little. A little wobbly in a couple sections, and then you're you're trying to traverse it, right? And there's no hand railing. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. This is a little rugged. This is pretty cool. We'll get there. Yeah, it's uh, rust, <laughs> rustic. Rustic. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. You stay in you stay in a pioneer tent. Yeah, I guess is what they call it, right? It's the canvas yeah. tent on the wooden platform. Yeah, it's on uneven ground the whole time, but it's yeah. incredibly comfortable. Holy shit! It was amazingly comfortable. There was no problem at all. Uh, we had a little bit of rain to start, but the like it was. They had brand new stoves to keep the tent warm, so that was great. Just had to figure out how to get that going. That was easy. Oh man, mine! I ate so much smoke getting it yeah. going because it oh, was just so little. Yeah, yeah. Like, what getting them going is just a smoke fest, and you basically just keep the the fly open and then like air all that shit out, and then then it's okay. Then it's okay after that. But we figured it out. Yeah, and I think our first day too. So like we land there, we got out, and it was not the easiest of seas that day. We were no. going out like it was pretty it was pretty rough when he's kind of giving everybody the lay of the land. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. And it wasn't like a safety talk necessarily. Like it, there was a safety talk, but it was more like, OK, let's get in these dinghies and go partner up. And it's all it's all us and our wives. Right. So it's like, OK, don't dump your wife in the lake day one. Right. That's yeah. the goal. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like, OK. And uh, just hadn't ran like a little outboard like that in a while. So just getting used to like the throttle and the steering and it's not like big movements. It's subtle movements. And it's like. Okay, we're doing this. Let's go. Well, and all those motors, they were their own individual. Like, they they, want, yeah, every boat had its own character. So he had all the boats named. They're all named after members of his family. And then he's like, shit, I really should have thought about this because all the jokes of like, hey, I'm in, I'm in Rosalie. Yeah. Or, hey. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, yeah. why did I name a boat after my wife? I need to change that. It's too late. It's in permanent marker. It's too late. It's in permanent marker. Yeah. It's on there forever. <laughs> But yeah, we got out there and uh, we all nobody dunked their wives and it's like okay, here's the lunch island and uh, if the weather behaves, we'll eat lunch here. But if not, we'll go back and otherwise, you fish in this area. Have fun. Yeah, and I was like fuck yeah, all right. Yeah, let's it do was it. pretty hands off, which yeah. is pretty cool because like, like a lot of those places when you're when you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere, they they watch you kind of like a hawk and here he's just you you know he vets people before they go to kind of make sure they're not they're not too squishy because. There was another lodge, I think, in the area. I think it was. I, I checked it out when I got back, like just to just to kind of see the comparison. And oh man, yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's quite a whole different beast, yeah, for sure. Like they they definitely. Um, it's, What's it's the mix order, by the way? Is it orange juice, then sprite, then rum? What do you do? Um, yeah, I use the sprite first. The sprite first. Then okay. I use the apple juice, and then I put the the dark rum on top. Yeah. Orange juice. Yeah, orange juice, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then if you pour it correctly or use the tools, you can get like this cool layering. We'll find out. You know, but we'll also out. you don't have to do that. You can just fucking mix it. It looks kind of gnarly when you do it just straight mixed. Yeah. Like it kind of looks like something Beetlejuice would fucking drink. It kind of looks like the day four shits we were having after duck on the uh, on the shoreline. Just a little, a little off. Oh man, fuck! I remember. So we're out, we're out in the boat, and I don't know. It's like a fucking tradition on this show that we always have to have a shit story. Oh, well, there. Yeah, are so a few. we're yeah. So we're like, we're out fishing by the point, and I'm like, man, my guts are kind of angry right now. 
Oh yeah, we were just about to go out for like day five, I think. There. Yeah, we yeah, were we were gonna go out for yeah. a while, and I was like, oh, I think I'll be okay. And then I'm like, wait a minute, no. And I'm going through the logistics of beaching the boat, trying to climb out, trying to dig the hole. And like, the whole area is kind of Canadian shieldy, so it's all just rock everywhere. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of mechanics that can go wrong here. Yeah. So we turned our slow boat back, and I'm just like, oh my god. Just bouncing, 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 bouncing. And then, man, I had to evacuate pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of sure like, <laughs> that was probably the closest I've ever come to as grown man of just like annihilating my trousers. <laughs> and uh, we were, and, and Boozy's boat was the slowest boat of the bunch of the guest yeah, boats. Yeah, it so. puttered around, which like yeah. made it really fucking exciting on like really bouncy days. Yeah. Like we were, we were the hot toddy there. And I, I was out taking on this one spot, and he caught a fish like right away. But the fucking boat, the waves were coming right into the boat. We couldn't get out of there quick enough. Just beep, 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 beep. just oh. putting along like we were at a fucking Segway. It made for some exciting fishing, yeah, for yeah. sure. And just like thinking about it now, I'm like, fuck, I can't believe we did that. That seems like a full retard thing to do. You, just like you kept catching fish along that. Uh, you were like exposed to the straits or to the big water. You guys weren't fishing in the little in the bays. And yeah, you're just getting broad. Yeah, the fishing seemed to be better though, because like last time I was there, I was there in June, and I don't know. I might have hiked the fishing up, but like I don't know. I'm such a casual fisherman. Like I don't really know shit about fishing other than like okay, here we go. But like I've done, I've done quite a bit of it, um, and it was like every cast, every other cast, you were bringing a fish in, and there's a lot of pike. This time we didn't see a whole lot of pike. It no. was just these huge fucking lake trout that were just the coolest fight ever. Yeah, it was. I've never caught anything that big. Like every fish is the biggest fish in my life. And and yeah, to your point on the pike, the uh, Jocelyn and the and and Dan, they they went like late evening after we had already had libations, and they were pulling them out. So it seemed like that was pike time. But during the day, it was all lake trout. And holy shit, was that like the first time? Amanda and I are like, uh, we. <laughs> We, we didn't no I think none of us caught anything in the morning on the first day and then the afternoon she's like I think there's fish over there let's go over there we just kind of like beeline away from everybody and sure enough we haul it in it's like fuck what do we do like haven't haven't done this right and it was just like, <laughs> this totally like okay let's get the fucking hook out and then we can swear right just kidding and then uh and then oh, like yeah. it popped out of the it popped out of the lure on its own and that happened more often than not which is dope because we're pinching barbs i don't think i don't think yeah you can't have barbs yeah, up north which, which is which is great because not shredding the fish right so that's fine and then the, yeah, and yeah it pops out easy and then, yeah just landed it and like holy fuck we're doing this like, yeah look at super this exciting thing. yeah, yeah like, you pull out just this monster it yeah. ruins it ruins fishing for you because like uh the year i came back like Fuck, I had a crazy year. Like, I was in Africa. I was back for 30-something hours, then I was out there. So I had this, like, real juxtaposition of of the desert of, of southwest Africa and then the north. And then, like, I came back here, and I just went, like, lake fishing, and I caught, like, a one-foot-long pike. Oh. And these people are with her, like, oh, sick fish. And I was just like, <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I guess I guess it's okay. Like, yeah. you know, and then... I was up there like pulling out fish like almost the size of this fucking table. Like, yeah. They were just big. It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. And like the lures that Jocelyn gave us like, oh yeah, I see you got that. And don't get me wrong, I definitely caught some on the Five of Diamond. Mark's favorite, the Five of Diamond is from really, Lacombe, yeah, Alberta. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah caught sure. a couple of them on day three with Toddy and blah, blah, blah. But then Jocelyn's like, here, use these lures. And it's like these giant fuck off minnows. And it's like, oh, okay, we're in the big leagues. This is what this is what we're yeah, using yeah they, they so. seem to work pretty well for that time of year like um yeah. like fuck i was on i was on the boat with toddy there and we fucking just finished catching one and he just dips the fucking lure in the water to go cast it out and then we we're gonna troll with it but the second he dipped in the water this big fuck off fish came and just fucking bit it 
So he didn't even show real. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Get the net. And Tony, Tony is a little bit jumbly in the boat, right? Oh, yeah, so it was a little definitely. bit of a fucking exciting couple of minutes there. <laughs> To fucking get that thing. Because, like, how the fuck do you drag a fish on when the fresh bite is, like, is at your maximum reeled in already? It's, it's get the net, I guess. Yeah, it's get the fucking net, right? Yeah. Like, that's so, it. That's like, he let do. it run for just a little bit. Oh, yeah. So and then, sucks. oh, fuck, dude. Like, I had some kid issues, too. Like, I fucking stepped on my rod getting it on the fucking boat one day. So I snapped my fucking, uh, my reel in half. I was like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, he was sad. He was sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got another one, though. I got another one. That's I'm, good. Like, coming in any day. And then, like, um, shit, what else do we have happen? There's lots of kit that broke. Fuck. Uh, one day I forgot the net and we saw some video of the, of Jocelyn and Dan, they were, they were doing a, the, like a boss, they called it, bringing the fish in with just the line and just grabbing it with their hands and like picking it up and holding it like, okay, well we forgot our net cause we're dumb. Uh, so we, I think we took it out at one point and anyway, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, like a boss, no big deal. And that just ends up with like the worst cut on my index finger trying to pull this fucking fish in. And it like totally came off and I had no fish. And then my hand was all cut up from the fish line. I'm like, okay, not a boss, not a boss. Let's get a net next time. <laughs> I think that's because I think we went out like, cause, cause we didn't just fish. Like we also did waterfowl. Weird. Yeah. Um, Amazing. not the most, not like, yeah, it was cool to go out there and kind of break up the yeah. fishing with some waterfowl. Not as much luck with the waterfowl, but I think we took a lot of stuff out of the boats to just transport gear that day. That's what it was. Yeah. So I think that's probably how you ended up without a net. Yeah. Well, that's how you learn. You said it best. It's like, well, now you'll never forget a net again in your yeah. life. Like, yeah, no shit. Because that happened twice. So, um, yeah, tons but of But that sports. looked like a hell of a fish too, right? Like, yeah. it was like the biggest one you had in fucking Murphy's Law too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, no, fuck, it's gone. It's like okay, four yeah. or five foot fucking lake trout. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I just... I just hear this fucking cursing and swearing from like way the fuck out. Oh, and I'm like, oh man, I wonder what happened there. Like, fuck, you know what I should have brought that I didn't even think to? I should have brought my little, uh, my little walkie talkies. Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time we should have walkie talkies out yeah, there. Yeah, so I'm be like, coordinating. I'm like, fuck. Like, that yeah. would have been awesome for the fishing. Like, because yeah. in that scenario, um, listen, I got a big one and I don't have my fucking net. Like, I need any backup. I could have just cruised over there and gave you my net. Yeah. If the fish was as big as he says. Right? Oh, yeah, at least seven feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Between a big fucking big monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, the first three days of fishing were outrageous. And then, and then we're getting, I wasn't used to just getting cooked for as well that was dope right it's mostly just figure your own shit out when you go camping is usually how we do yeah. it so it was it was great it was just everything tasted great they were cooking up fish they were cooking up you made poutine on the last day that was awesome it was like the most canadian food i think you could have yeah totally and everything anything we caught well not anything we caught but like most of the waterfowl all of the waterfowl we ate yeah we ate all of it yeah, yeah even that shore the, lunch that one time so. yeah we ate all the ducks there we ate a shitload of fucking trout man the trout was good Trout was delicious. Remember that cold trout he made? That cold prepared yeah, cubes? Yeah, what the hell was that? I don't know how he did that, but that was delicious. I haven't tasted sushi that good sometimes. Like, that was really good. Yeah, like they cured it. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, it wasn't like a. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. Man, I don't know. Bro, you ever heard that? That's, I don't know. They like. They, they cure like raw fish in like, I don't know, brown sugar and like maple syrup. And they just really? leave it late. just like let it dry. I don't know. It's like this candied sashimi almost. Yeah. And I wonder, I didn't Fuck, know you could cure really with that. Like, I know you can cure with like lemon or lime juice. Right? There might have been something ceviche. in there. And they told me, but mon français est mauvais. Like I was trying yeah. to. Yeah. No and, and our chef was a full blown French Canadian. And 
Totally. Yeah. So it there might have been a few things lost in translation, but it was awesome. More than a couple. Yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark comes up to me after like day one, like, hey, by the way, they don't get your sarcasm. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, hey, how's the trip? I'm like, it's terrible. This is the wor- worst, worst trip of my life. He's like, hey, they don't, they don't get that. They don't, they don't get sarcasm. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like 97% of what I say is sarcasm. So probably, probably, probably watch that. Yeah. So anyway, they, we, we all figured it out in the end. It was all good. Yeah. Yeah. That was and, super funny, dude. Fun. Yeah. But like you said, you, the, the, the hunting broke up the fishing great because I think it was like three days of fishing and then I think it was day four hunting. Um, and that was the big whole day trip, right? Yeah, we had the, the season, brunch. Yeah. Cause the season opened right. the day we were there. Brown sugar cured salmon. Yeah. I didn't like a cure with brown sugar. There you go. It was yeah, delicious. It was really good. Like we just yeah. ate a cold. It wasn't salmon though. It was lake trout. So it was like the same kind of thing, but holy yeah. fuck, it was deadly. And then just these cubes. Like it was just, it was, it was phenomenal. It was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't eaten that well since like that was fucking really good. Like every, me every meal. Yeah. yeah. You need, oh, you need yeah, a refill yeah, brother. Here we go. We go Sprite. We got orange juice. We're good to go here. All good. Um, but yeah, then they prepared the blind for us that night beforehand. Yeah, they got that yeah. big blind. The cash, as they say. The yeah. cash, yeah. And so we all got there, and it was mostly us shoot, uh, shooting the shit because we weren't shooting any ducks. So yeah, <laughs> it, like, was, it was a good time, though. Yeah, that area like really filled with birds during the day, and then we're like, ah, oh, they'll fill up in the evening. But no, it didn't really, no. It didn't really fill too much. Yeah. And then the day shoots, like there was a couple fast ones zipping through there, but not not big numbers. But you know, that's yeah. that's early season hunting, kind of yeah. anywhere. Yeah, fair. So. I've, I've never done anything like that before, like going off into the, the reeds, pulling the Zodiac in, and we were like cutting branches down to camouflage it. And I'm using that like $10 two-pack of knives that you got me oh, from nice. uh, from Camelfire or whatever. And uh, But then Dan's got like this big fuck off, like I'm a professional hunter knife, and so he's cutting huge branches in no time. And I'm like, I'm making camouflage, you know? And, like He's like, oh, hey, thanks for the branches, bud. I'm, like, shut up, <laughs> shut up. And then, and then we like find this, uh, and we line up, and he's like, okay, break all these branches down, build a blind, like just build a blind out of what you got in front of you. Yeah. And here's your window, and here's my window, and just call, you know, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and it's like it was just fucking cool being back there yeah it's really dope yeah it was neat like uh, oh man so like the one morning so we go back and i don't know if you remember this party so we go back and um like we had some decoys spread out through the area and there was a fucking mojo the guy had a floating mojo (laughs) and it was missing and we're like where the fuck did the mojo go like we're out we're out in the middle of nowhere no one's just gonna come along and take it so we're all like looking for bear scat and like bear signs so like that must have been one upset fucking bear. Just like shows up. Oh, sweet. Three fucking. What the fuck is this shit? Like just mailing down on all these fucking alkali batteries and everything else. <laughs> yeah. And the and the wood plastic wings. Or it could have been an eagle. Right. Is what It was another hypothesis as what yeah. may have happened to the mojo. Right. Because Buddy says he's left it out overnight before. It's not like it sank. It wasn't compromised or anything. No, because it was kind of shallow water there too. Right. Like, yeah. Probably would have found it. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I got my dog scratching and clawing at the. I could, I could probably reach him. I don't know. Gouter. How's it going, bud? But yeah, those mojos, man. Like, fuck, they're, they're, um, man, they're a finicky piece of kit. Like, I got. Is yours remote control the one that we use? The one last I have, year? the one I have is it now. You got to go like, off. Like, okay, some so guys, he had a remote some guys swear by the remote control ones because then you can, like, turn them off or on. Yeah. Because they're kind of, I, I don't know. They're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? People aren't really. There's, there's, there's all these different um, theories about them. Like, I've heard guys say, oh, they're flare machines for yeah. geese. And then I've had geese fly right to the fucking things. Yeah. Everyone's and, got an opinion. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think it just depends on your lived experience. Like, I haven't really noticed them flare too many geese, in my honest opinion, or just in my experience. And I know that's yeah. just anecdotal. Other people, though, might have found, like, 
uh, well, the geese just aren't coming close enough to them or, or whatever, right? So, you know, I think it just depends on where you are, what you're hunting, time of year, who you hunt with, how good your setup is, too. Like, there's a zillion things that can flare a bird. Yeah, for sure. True. Yeah. So like, I don't know, the remote ones are kind of handy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, any, the more kit you have, the easier it can make it, but you know, you can still get skunked with everything. And it's gone now that $200 mojo gone. So he's like, well, that sucks. I've had that thing for a while. And it's like, oh, it's, yeah. Sorry, bud. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck. Oh man. The yeah, others. Oh, and we just went out the next day. Right. Like, cause that thing was, we saw that thing. It was like seven o'clock or eight o'clock. We called it the one night and then we went back out. I don't know, nine? Did we go out early in the morning the next day? It was just after after breakfast we went out for the second day of shooting, and it was gone. So it was just the one evening. Gotta love having dogs around, hey? Man, he almost ripped his whole Cables everywhere. Of course he would. Why isn't it wireless? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. out there for that long, and then it was no, fucking gone. gone. But, yeah, I think yeah. he might have touched it with like some bloody hands or something. Or I don't know. We probably made a whole bunch of stink in there, and yeah, some animal thought it was good. Oh, we all brought snacks, and so we're all bringing like nuts and beef jerky. I'm sure some of us spilled some of it while we were there. Yeah, I didn't see any bears this time around, though. Like, so last time I was there, like I helped build the bear fence because they they have a bear fence at camp, which is kind of nice. Like, I know some some people listen would be like, oh, "That's not manly. You guys don't have a fucking bear fence. Fucking sad." Like. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah, we had we had, we had a bear fence. It's a pretty big one, right? And it's generator Good. powered. So last time I was there, like, we came back to the camp, and this was even with the bear fence. We'd be like, oh fuck, everything is just strewn about everywhere because the bar the bear got under one of the strands of the fence, so we had to <laughs> add another fucking strand. And then we came back, like I don't know, just having like the smoking joking hour, and then the fucking bear came back because it smelled supper cooking, <laughs> <laughs> and we see it just like. Lurking up, lurking up, kind of sniffing around, and then it sniffs the fucking wire. Zap! This weird fucking noise. I've never heard a bear make before. <laughs> is this like a black bear? Yeah, it yeah, it was a black bear, and it fucked off. And then we were out there this time. What was the noise, Mark? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. It sounded like a fucking human. Like it sounded like it sounded like a noise like one of the fucking cell park characters would make when like something's not going well. And. And it's gone. And this time, like you saying, like, oh no, we don't have any black bears anymore, so that's good. But we have grizzlies now, so. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't think we saw a single one. No. And the bear fence is a great idea. You should absolutely have that. Why yeah. Would, why wouldn't you, right? It's yeah. got the Jenny running the whole time, operating, you know, the freezer, the fridge, the heat and all the heater, I think is independent. But yeah, why not have a bear, bear fence? That's yeah. Just, yeah. It, and it was, makes sense. And the other cool thing, like, so last time I was there, it was in June. So it was like 23 and a half hours of daylight. So it was like this outside. Like, I don't know. It's pretty early here in Alberta right now. But there, it was like this at midnight. This is what it looked like outside. So it was still like it was super bright, but like it got fairly dark. And the coolest thing was the Northern Lights. Oh, like, holy God. shit. Like, I've never seen them like that. So like, that was not it's like right out of a fucking Disney movie. So you, you look up and I, I don't know how to describe they're it. They're coming and they're getting crazier and now they're dancing and it just keeps getting better and better by the second and everybody's necks are kinked up and like nobody's looking at each other and they're just in awe. It was yeah, yeah, it looks like a fucking Disney movie, like Mufasa's coming out of the sky. And yeah. If you blink yeah. to like grab your phone and like take the picture, it's already changed. Yeah. And then some of the colors, like we had three colors of Northern Light, which is pretty cool. There's like some red, reds. blues, purples, greens. Green was pretty yeah. fucking metal. I got a I got a sick photo that one of the guys took a Brody, just dance around the fire with this fucking awesome green streak in the sky. Yeah, yeah like it's a fucking sweet photo. I'll put it up on Instagram. Like oh man yeah that was a fucking cool trip man to start the season yeah. like holy shit like, and I got a and I got what was it a northern spindler shoveler a, shoveler yeah northern shoveler yeah northern shoveler and, yeah. and Dan's like that's a northern shoveler and I'm like is that good 
He's like, I've only shot three of those. I've never shot one. That's oh. that big, long blue beak, right? Yeah. And it has that, uh, fuck it, I don't know, it looks like a spoon almost at the spoon end. Spoonbill, right? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Kinda, yeah, that's really neat. Um, and, and I actually missed one earlier. I shot right over it, and he's like, well, that's good because it wasn't a mallard. It was this green-breasted something that's not in season. Like, oh, okay, great. Missed on purpose. Ha-ha. And then I got that one. He's like, okay, you nailed it. Like, perfect. Like, just got it hit the head. It, it can it be go. tough to uh, to tell bird species sometimes at great speed unless you have a lot of experience. Yeah. And especially with a lot of northern birds. Like, there's a whole bunch of birds out there Like, because I just I don't see them out here. Like, fucking mergansers. I've never seen a fucking merganser here in Alberta. So you have no reference. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't see a lot of them, right? Like, they had a bunch of mallards. Like, I don't think they had pintail way up there. Lots of melons. Lots of loons, though. That was kind of cool. Lots of loons. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of liked it when, I don't know, you'd lose your reel or something, or you'd lose a fish, and then the fucking loon would be laughing at you doing that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or that gull that was going after your wife's lure. It happened to me, too, where they're just like, they're trolling behind the boat, and the gulls are like, hey, what's that? What's that? Yeah, oh. what the fuck, Brooke? You ever, you ever heard of this, man? So, like, we got these white minnows. You're just trawling with it, so it's like moving around in the water. It's like maybe a foot under the water. Maybe, yeah. Maybe two. Yeah, and yeah. these seagulls see it, and they think they can fucking get on it. So, like, there's the odd seagull. I'm like, fucking, even up here, there's fucking shithogs. <laughs> and and they were, like, circling, like, actively, like, debating about going down and getting it. And I was like, fuck, Danny, if you catch a fucking seagull. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not eating it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, have fun with the pliers on that one. Oh yeah. god, I, I, I would probably just cut the line. What would, yeah, like what would seagull taste like? Like it's probably uh, the worst, uh, worst of the garbage birds. It tells it tastes like the shit smells when it's hot on a rock. Probably. Yeah, yeah. like I don't, I don't know. I'm curious if any if any of our listeners have eaten seagull. Um, you know, feel free to comment. Um, yeah. If not, well, yeah, like cause I, know, I know pigeon is is good eating in some places. Oh. But I think like there's a difference in the kind of pigeon you're eating. Like if you're eating a pigeon that lives out in the farmland, probably a pretty decent bird. But if you're eating like a fucking downtown pigeon, <laughs> hangs out at the max. Yeah, yeah, yeah hangs out a crack man. So oh, it's just full of needles. Like he's probably not the best tasting bird you're ever going to enjoy. No. In fact, I would say he's probably well, or maybe he will be. Maybe you'll just want another one, and then <laughs> hey, I don't know if it's prepared right. I, I bet you somebody out there is like, "Oh, you guys haven't had gull? It's like a delicacy." Well, I was trying to make a joke about the pigeon just being full of drugs and, uh, and being addicted. I got it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Didn't get it. I'm Whoosh. so subtle. I know, right? <laughs> Comedian here, folks. Comedian. Man, I'm not gonna lie. These fucking beverages are going down. It's delicious. Uh, I mean, you gotta do crushed ice next time. Pretty Mark. fucking quick. What? The big cube isn't enough? No, big cube's fine. Yeah, that's it's delicious. Right. Thank you. Oh, man, I was in Hawaii one time, and this fucking douchebag at the line in front of us were at one of those luau's. And, you know, you get all-you-can-drink Mai Tais there, but yes. they're just fucking pre-mixed. And you can see the guys just, like, opening up these fucking 60-pounders and just fucking upending them into this chilled punch bowl. And fucking dude's like, hey, man, can you give me the recipe for that? <laughs> and the fucking bartender, like, thought the guy was, like, joking, but Cat was serious, and he just fucking, like, points to the fucking pre-mixed bottle like, fucking dummy. Yeah. Yeah, we we got kegs of this shit for you people. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's just like I don't even know how to fucking respond to that, right? Like, That's funny. That's funny. Uh, what's the recipe? Just huh. points to the fucking like Trader Joe's or Trader Vic's or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> so like, uh, like, like it's pre-mixed. You fucking caveman! Like, uh, fuck that made me laugh, man. Yeah, that was. It was rather rather amusing. Yeah, it's super Indeed. amusing, amusing. So is, is Jocelyn going to expand? Is he expanding the camp? And that's why we had all that fresh cut wood to burn? Um, so, or is he going to just need to clear it out for fire hazard? What was the deal there? So last time I was there, we had to walk quite a bit to uh, to get into the camp from the landing. 
which like you could see the original pathway. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you had to stay. I'm you and I had to spend some dock. time there. Yeah. Especially um, with the airplanes running at the end. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. Talk, we'll talk about that after. Yeah. And then, um, so he clear cut it because he wanted to have a helicopter and landing zone. Oh yeah. So oh, that okay. way if there is an emergency and they need to bug out, like you can full plane in there, but it would, you know, chopper just like you've been on enough helicopters. Like, yeah. you know, you, that precision. Yeah. Totally. And that control of landing. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you can land anywhere if you want to, right? Yeah, yeah. whereas those float planes are a little more of a... <laughs> a, a bus, I guess, is the best way to put it. The, the short bus, the flying short bus, is those, is those beavers. They're you know, hilarious. they're so they're so cool to be in. Like, Oh, um, yeah, it was like, just looking at the control panel, and then Buddy's got like his GPS, his modern GPS on top of this 50s dash. Um, and then you can check his Apple smartwatch, and he's got his Bose wireless headphones. And so he's got tunes playing, because you can see him on his smartwatch. He's got some beats playing and he's listened to air traffic control on very low. And then we've got the internal cabin audio. And it's like, this guy's got it dialed. Like he knows what's up. Like, yeah. they got, like they're modern. They modernized enough. Right. But it, and, and the owner was like new engines, but same chassis. I'm like, I hope it's new engines after 54. Probably replaced a few things since then. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and it's, uh, it, you know what though? Those, uh, those Bush pilots though, who like made the North back in the day, fucking brass balls, man. Oh yeah. Like I could imagine doing that with like physical maps <laughs> versus like the GPS that just fucking oh, gives shit. you the waypoint. Like you probably yeah. ha- like trying to navigate and fly at the same time. Yeah. And, I'm not going to lie. Like you get to a point up there. Like, uh, it's so, it's so awe inspiring when you're up yes. in the air in the North. Cause you can just see for miles and miles and miles, but it can all kind of look the same. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. I was up there. I've never been that far North. It reminded me of like a more rugged Ontario cause it's shield, right? It's Canadian yeah. shield, but like just the amount of small water bodies, some interconnecting, some not. And it's like, you really gotta, you gotta know where you're going. Cause like, you would easily get lost. You can't just go like, oh, yeah, there's Big Lake and then left at Big Lake over to Yellowknife, right? Like, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, you got to pay attention. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Shit. It's nice, like, and, when they have that little waypoint tracker so they can just set it up and do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, fuck, man, those guys back in the day, that's some... And, and I thought it was cool talking to all the pilots, like, uh, the guy we had on the way out. I'm like, so, hey, man, how long have you been out here? He's like, well, I came up here in 1984 for one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and here I am. And like, yeah, they got a pretty adventurous life there. So like, we go uh, like, Brooke, you've been to Yellowknife, eh? Never. No. So like, you go down by the the wharf there. So there's like these old, beautiful homes like right on the water by the airport, the float part. I don't fucking know what you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, float port. So the sure. guys have their fucking awesome boat for fishing and shit, and then they have their own float plane. So like, depending on where they want to go, they'll fucking just float plane off on their own private fucking adventures whenever the fuck they want. So yeah. like, they have this dock from their house going to their own float plane, and then where we were, we just, you know, it was just kind of the float uh, port. The float port. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. else to call it. The float airport. The float port. <laughs> but taking yeah. off, like I always love it in, uh, like it just seems like such the sketchy takeoff, and then the landing is. Because we had a pretty hard landing on the way in. It was a little wobbly. Yeah, because yeah, it, it was a pretty tossy day when we came yeah. in, and we just like we got we got, we ramped off a wave. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, we hit pretty yeah. hard. And the pilot's like, just like, oh. Like, I wonder how much airspeed we had coming into that. Right, it's like, oh, that bit of a wave break, and the pilot's like, yeah, you know, because like, like, uh, I remember we landed, I was kind of jolted. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Well, you look at the, like what are those? What are the floats made out of? Other than millions of rivets it's basically like aluminum of aluminum yeah, yeah, yeah like they were just loading empty jerry cans in them and they had flaps that were open it's like okay like how uh, the, fr- the front end's got to have some sort of foam reinforcement or something maybe to like, yeah yeah to like buckle against those kind I, of wave i couldn't impacts. tell you man it's so yeah. neat but then on the way out like i think this is where we had a lot of adventure 
Oh, I, why? Something happened on the way out? Yeah, you'll Boozy. recall. Yeah, you'll recall. So we were there. So the gals, they take off. Oh, Ladies yeah. first, right? Edge, yeah. We almost didn't actually send them first. It was kind of like, yeah, yeah, we're going first. And it's like, oh, no, let's do ladies first. I think that was just like a last minute realization. Yeah, because like, yeah, we, we were like, okay, first. well, we'll fucking just jump on. And they're like, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. We'll get the gals out. We're like, okay, fuck. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we're, we're just like, <laughs> we're just hanging out. And their plane took off. Like, it was a fucking long takeoff. Like, it was a, it was cool. Like, I got a video on it. I'll, I'll post online. And, like, they just came back and they're... Their pilot had to th- like it took him a while to take off. Like he was in some pretty aggressive chop right when he yeah. took off. He got out of the Cove Bay thing that we were referring to earlier and gets into the big water and it's like, is he gonna pull up or or what? And he's yeah, kept like, going. It's like wow, he's wham. fucking going and yeah. you can hear the slams. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, is he actually gonna take off? And he ended up taking off. And I was like, fuck, that was a pretty ballsy takeoff. Like it took a while for him to get because there's a tailwind I think out of the cove. Yeah, that was kind of causing some difficulty. So we get up and I'm just like, okay, fucking. Ten no minutes problem. later, ten minutes later, whatever. Yeah, yeah, here we go. So our guy comes in, he loops around. He we lands. say our goodbyes, say our goodbyes. Yeah, we're going in. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so we go and he's got it, and I'm like, "Fuck, our guy's not going that fast." Because like I was, I was, yeah. I was in the the co-pilot seat, so to speak. Yeah. And I'm like, "Fucking, just, just give it all the throttle, man." <laughs> like, yeah. I'm thinking about brain. I don't know fucking anything about no. planes. For our listeners, I know they go up high and then they land. I play War Thunder sometimes on PC. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Okay, so anyway. then like, so like, so I I know little to nothing. Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck, like he, throttle up and pull back. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I didn't yeah. think he was like really giving it a lot of throttle. I thought he was kind of milking it, and then we got out in some pretty heavy chop, and then he kind of just scrubbed the takeoff. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, he just didn't give it enough gas. I'm thinking that in my mind, like he yeah, just didn't right. give it enough. Mark's gas. an expert here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just armchair expert. Yeah. Right? like every <laughs> every fucking grown ass man, like you know what they should have done. Yeah, I would have just pinned right? it. Right. So he fucking cruises around back to like do the second attempt, and um, there, you, there you lost it. Thank you, thank you. And um, it's bright, perfect. And anyway, so uh, he goes through the sack one, and he's fucking like taking it easy on the throttle too, or at least what I perceive is taking it easy. Like he's like a half throttle. And I'm like, okay, anytime now, honey. He lets us go out quite a bit further in the chop, but we're still not taking off, and we're fucking getting pretty, pretty washy. It was and, rugged. Yeah, and then he's like, hold on, I'm gonna take my headphones off. I think the engine's making a weird noise, and it just sounds all the same to me, right? But like, that's all. He was a young pilot, and his fucking like his his sense was pretty fucking in tune. So we go back, we we kind of debomb the plane, and we're just kind of sitting there. And he calls his boss through fucking sat phone. <laughs> Because what what else do you do? You're 45 minutes yeah. in the middle of. They're texting actually. No sat phone. They were on the in reach. Oh, so they were texting. There was a delay. So it's like, hey, something's broken. Wait 10 minutes. What do you oh. mean something's broken? You know, and you have to be. They had to be strategic about the messaging, and yeah, they were trying to figure this whole thing out on the fly. Yeah, over, so over we're text. Basically. So we're sitting around in like Toddy. He had to fucking get a plane that day to come back south. So he's kind of a priority to get out. And so then, like, I don't know, what, about an hour plus later, two hours later? Yeah, let's call it, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, this something small like little, like, Super Cub. I think it was a Super Cub, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know fucking anything. Know. No, Cessna. It was a Cessna. It doesn't matter. So then <laughs> <laughs> so then he lands. The boss lands. Uh, he was kind of this fucking heavier dude. And he's got a mechanic with him. I'm like, thank God he brought the mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just lying. I was like, this could turn into a real fucking dog's breakfast yeah. really quick. Yeah. So he gets uh you can you can just send that if you want. Yeah, there's a whole other bottle. 
Yeah, that I'm, I'm getting picked up. Yeah. Hard liquor and hunting stories, right? That's what this is called. Yeah, right? yeah, right. yeah, for sure. One so, of the greatest podcasts ever invented. So the, guy, so the guy comes out and legit, there's a fucking problem with the plane. I was like, fuck, man, because our pilot it was firing on seven out of nine pistons, apparently, or cylinders, apparently. Yeah. So it's like it was underpowered. Yeah. And for and we were loaded to the fucking tits. Yeah. With like less liquor than we had before. Less liquor, but four fucking dudes, one more guy, and plus all the fucking shit for backcountry. So. We the other plane came in and Toddy was on the way out and then I just get fucking yelled at in French like oh I was like oh shit okay I guess it's time for me to go I'll see you later Brody yeah and it was like it was so just cash it's like hey you're going oh okay bye bye yeah see you in a bit sure no problem <laughs> it was like nice knowing you well it was yeah. the priority right we've got Toddy who's got the flight that day and then we've got um we've got Mechano Man Mark here right yeah. so now now it's the able bodied guy who flies out the next day fine I'm third sure whatever let's yeah. just hang out I'll be out on the next flight no Not gear no booze no nothing to have nothing fun. yeah nothing <laughs> at all no fishing gear nothing and the the new guests had come in and uh, apparently apparently uh we were very chill then uh compared to most guests and these guests might have been a little higher maintenance is what i is what i overheard you know what though i don't know that's just that's just good salesmanship oh well, you yeah. guys are easy there yeah <laughs> oh, totally yeah, yeah, that's that fine but yeah so like that's kind of where i left the adventure and I remember do you remember we're sitting around and there's one french canadian dude there he's like i don't know do you want to go out on the new plane or because that's exciting, but you never know. Yeah. Or do you want to be the guy who has to fly out on that fucking plane that couldn't take No out? shit. Yeah, yeah. And we're all just like, ah, whatever. What's the worst that could happen? So that's, then, that's what Mark said anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> like, because Danny always gives you shit whenever there's like some little bit of inherent danger. And she's like, you're not concerned about this? I've had a good, I've had a good run. Like, I don't even know if it's a problem. <laughs> but then like. This guy. So that's when like I leave. And then you had your whole little side adventure Oh yeah, a it, boat launching it, slash. It was great. Yeah. So it was just basically, okay, you got to hang out. You got to hang out because we didn't have enough weight to take you as well. I didn't know how long that was going to be. It was like at one point they're contemplating, like, "Hey, you can stay the night, right?" And I'm like, "Well, I have nothing. So if you could set the cot back up again, I guess we could figure it out, or I could bunkie with one of you guys, snuggle with um, one of the big Frenchmen, snuggle up, yeah." <laughs> and uh, man. So anyway, basically, I'm just keeping busy, right? Like they make lunch. I help them. I cut some potato wedges. I'm bringing in firewood. I'm just keeping busy, keeping busy. And then it's like, okay, the plane's here, uh, right? And it's like, okay, or they get the plane go. Yeah, that's it. They got the plane going, right? And it's like, all right, here it is. Here it is. We're gonna we're gonna turn this thing around, and we're gonna do a test run, okay? Uh, but to turn a float plane around, uh, it takes a little bit of effort if it's just the float plane on its own. So there's just random climbing rope hanging off the floats. And Jocelyn's like, okay, grab that. I'm like, okay. And he's just, just grab it. Like, are we holding the boat close? Right. And he's got, and we're in one of the, one of the great Zodiacs. And it was like, he's just a little 9.9 in the back, just guns it in reverse. And so now I'm like holding onto this plane. And we're basically like, you turning the plane boat, right, in this little cove. And I'm like, and it's, it's not, he's like, yeah, don't tie it off to the boat. You're stronger than the boat. And I'm like, I have to hold on to this fucking thing. And I'm like, okay, okay. We get it around. We get it turned around. I'm like, well, that was metal. Too bad no one got a picture of that. Because I was taking pictures of the whole thing, but I couldn't take yeah. pictures of that because my hands were full. And then he's like, okay, we're going to follow it. We're going to follow it while it does its like flight takeoff. And we're like right alongside it. Like and sometimes Jocelyn's getting like pretty close to this thing. I'm like, okay, this is a little, this is like, I can't believe we've got a close for comfort. For yeah, me, yeah. I can't believe we've got a boat this close to a plane in the middle of nowhere. And this shit's just happening in front of me. So I'm taking this like hilarious 4k video because why not? And yeah, this thing could not get going. Um, so we're about in the big water. It turns around again. They get back. 
they've got like the fuselage taken off around it and the mechanics like feeling the individual cylinders he's like okay two were cold before and one was warm now we've got uh one more hot and another warm so it's really just one cylinder down they're like okay okay we can keep working on it and like this is like five hours later like this is is that an exaggeration no five no, hours after the original I, takeoff time because right? i remember because like, i'm in yellow knife mean, meanwhile meanwhile mark so like i finally i finally get back to yellow knife and i and i met up with the ladies and then um yeah your, your wife was just like oh my god she's tired i was like he's probably gonna be a couple hours or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because I I wanted to keep my streak up of not helping at all <laughs> to ease anyone's worries or concerns. So so I'm like, okay, well, I'm let's fuck, I'm I'm gonna nap, and everybody's like, yeah, let's fucking let's let's pass out for like an hour or two, and then what are we gonna do? And everything is fucking closed because it's like a Sunday. Yeah, everything's closed Sunday Monday in the north because it was the holiday Monday. So I was like, well, the only thing in that open is the hotel bar. So we started drinking fucking bam right then. And we didn't stop drinking until I think you arrived. Right. Five hours later. <laughs> yeah, so it was about five. Yeah. And yeah. And I, it was great to see you guys because it was me and it was Dan too. Dan was there, yeah, right? Yeah. So it was both of us. And they finally, did we come in on a different plane? We came in on the white, I think. Yeah, you guys came in yeah, on the white plane. Yeah, we came on the white yeah. plane. Yeah, yeah, the one I was struggling to fucking name for yeah, some reason. Yeah. And uh, anyway, that like it was finally just great to get that up in the air. And yeah, sure enough, it was just a mechanical problem. But like, I was like, here, you're like passing engine parts, moving the boat around, moving the plane around. Like it was just, it was metal. And we finally get in the air and it's like, okay, sweet. We're doing this. And when we landed and you guys were all in the booth, just like, Hey, we got shots. You know, we got your favorite drinks. It's like, all right, cool. But I, I think it's crazy. Like the boss, like, cause he knew the aircraft wasn't optimal. He flew it back that night. Oh, I always wondered what happened with yeah, that. So, he, okay. so I guess he flew it back. Yeah, and because like he One he was down. he was kind of the more uh, the more veteran pilot so to speak. So he's like, yeah, yeah I could I could fly it. Like you don't want to fly it with all that gear because you're not gonna be able to get the the power ratio or whatever the fuck you need. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, fuck, man, that's that's pretty bad. Like that's a fucking cool lifestyle up there. Like you gotta have your shit together though. Like the fucking mechanic. Like I remember he's just on the fucking Zodiac with like the most primitive tools, just like this little handy yeah. Dewalt case. Like in the middle of nowhere, just pops out, f- balancing on this fucking float plane that's moving, trying to work on it. Like the second he landed, he went to work. He's climbing all over it, and while you were gone, they had like a wooden ladder that they constructed oh, for man, random laddering. Awesome. And so they were like, "Let's do an oil oil check, an oil change, or whatever." And so they like had the ladder underneath between the two floats, and Buddy's like laying on his back in this cove, working on the boat on this like ladder that's hammered together with two by fours, and it's like. This is some metal backcountry shit that we're doing right here. Like this is pretty, pretty cool. Like, it, was, it was, it was very memorable. Put it that way. But, yeah, man. Like that's, that's such like a cool remote rural. Like because it is fucking frontier up there still. Yeah. Because right? we like to think of all these places that I, I know we let, we've conquered the wilderness so to speak, and up there, no, no, no. you are. <laughs> like we <laughs> you were the first ancillary. ones to hunt in that location. You said that. Yeah, right? it, yeah. Like, like we it's were, so cool. Like uh, I, I don't know. You probably hear this to the point where it almost becomes cliche, but like you can go out on places there and you can step foot where a human being has probably never been. Yeah, which so, is cool. So, so is like, this just a business these guys are running? Then? Yeah, yeah. Is this so, new then? Like uh, really he's been Jocelyn's been running it for a few years now. So he's uh, yeah, he's a vet out of Quebec. So he's from uh, 2014, I think, was the first year. Yeah. yeah. So he's from Deuxième Battalion Van Du. So he's a Van Du. Um, so I, I met him through Safari Club totally randomly on a phone call. And that's how I ended up going out there the first time. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then I was, I, I, I talked to him last year because he's like, yeah, I couldn't open the launch because COVID, whatever. I was like, okay, yeah, no worries. Do you have any spots open? 
And he's like, yeah, I got six spots for these days. I was like, I think I can fill all six spots. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what a fucking awesome trip. Like, because it was, awesome a little, it, it was, yeah, it was a little more austere when I was there before. Um, but you know, time, That's the word of the episode time, austere, yeah, austere, austere shit, hot bags. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, like, I don't know. Cause I don't think we knew each other super well at the time. Like our wives were good friends. Yeah. And you guys are like, we're a new adventure. We're like, okay, well this one's a little, a little more than the average bear. Yeah. Because like yeah. you, you, you could die. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah yeah totally totally like, like there's you know, you know the, like, and like, we were thinking about that leading up to it like we'd camped a lot when or our whole lives but like that was yeah that was that was up there there could, uh, there could there's a lot of potential let's put it that way a lot of potential dangerous yeah but yeah. like when when you kind of settle in you just feel like you're going to somebody's lake house exactly yeah, yeah. like like yeah, it's exactly. not it, it's not like a beautiful palace on the lake but it it definitely has that canadian lake in the summer vibe even though the remoteness level is pretty is pretty plus. Yeah, definitely plus. And uh, and it's not like the summer lake temperature either. We all went for a dip there. And oh uh, shit, yeah, I yeah, totally forgot about that. Yeah, nuts, yeah. nuts to my chin, cold a little bit. Fuck, you know? dude, my balls just fucking cinched. Yeah, how cold that was. <laughs> so we like never heard Mark talk. We, about we, had, we had like a float before. fucking uh, dock, right? So that's what you used to get the gear in and out. And then so we drove it out to the middle of the cove because I don't know. It was like maybe the third day in. It was like third or fourth day, and we, he just noticed everyone was just hanging out, and it was hot as hell. And he's like, "Guys, want to go in the lake?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." So go we in all the fucking lake. just yeah. canniballed in the water. Yeah. Fucking the second you go in, man, just oh! yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good morning. Yeah, oh, holy shit. I got this great. Have you seen the pictures I sent you? I got this great picture of you. You're airborne, man. You're oh, airborne, sick, dude. Yeah, I got yeah. some good air. Yeah, oh, yeah. I fucking ate yeah. my, like. I fucking slammed my ass right at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, you should have so, jumped that high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it looked like I had fucking aggressive mud butt when I came out, and you're trying to like shake it off. Like, yeah, my God. And then getting out, dude, once you're in there, like it fucking just saps all your strength. Yeah. yeah. And I can totally see, like, so the, I guess the SOP, so the standard operating procedure, uh, if somebody falls out of your boat, is to just grab on an aside and go to shore and start a fire immediately. Right. So yeah. don't try to pull them out. I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, and I could see why, like, and it was warmer water in the cove, but like out, yeah. out in the fucking deeper lake. Cause like, I think, I don't know, we were only a few, like we were pretty close to the deepest part of the lake. Oh, um, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the deepest part of the lake is in the East arm. And where, that's that big water area that we yeah, were looking at. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which okay. is weird because I thought like it, like, cause Brooke, can you bring up like a map of Great Slave Lake? So Thanks, like, Brooke. It kind of, I was going to ask, like, do they have like, you want to give them a plug? Do they have a website? Oh, or we should plug the hell out of yeah. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's Hero Lodge. So it's uh Jocelyn Demetra. So he runs it primarily on Facebook. Um, so if you're on Facebook, check out Hero Lodge. A lot of their posts are in uh, en français. So if you're not a French speaker, it may perhaps be a challenge, but I don't know. We were all bona fide Anglophones there. Like we made it work. Yeah. I have the most, uh, mon français et mauvais. That's my French shit. Yeah. Mark was <laughs> so funny because we're just like talking basic, basic French and English and plain English. And then Mark's actually trying to talk French, Franklish, and, yeah. Franklish, and he's like, Oh, actually you got the words mixed up and this means that and we're just laughing. Like, but you made an effort. You made a great effort. You got, you got, on, you got on the translators and you were working that before with the trip, right? You were working. Yeah. French, yeah. So. Just cause for work, yeah. I gotta, I gotta learn it. The one thing, I, thing. I keep screwing up is the uh, order is the one challenge yeah. I had. So yeah. like the adjective is always at the end. Yeah. So okay. like, so okay. we'll, we'll like, we'll say like the big red boat. Yeah, and the the boat that is bateau red. grand or sorry the grand bateau rouge or something uh, okay. like like the big boat red. <laughs> okay, got it. I don't yeah. know. It's just something to get used to, right? Yeah. But like you know what they were they were they were pretty 
uh, accepting dudes, right? And yeah, like, oh, they were fine. It was fine, and and yeah, it, like it's it's totally fine. Uh, when I w- when you were gone, I was the only Anglophone there because the group that came in was like, from yeah, they're all Francophone, and yeah. they're all just talking, talking, talking. And I'm like, I got like a few words out of that. I can read it better than I can listen to it, and definitely better than I can say it. Well, dude, in that dude, order. my wife gave me shit because she's like, you left fucking Brody there, the guy who's <laughs> just like, this is just noise to me. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. I think Amanda told her she's like, he's having the time of his life right now. Are you kidding me? And I'm just like, all right. Man, Dude, I've out. never seen a guy so happy to just play with that sheer amount of fire before. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, because you could get, do the bonfires. Yeah. Like, I love managing the fire. That's my one of my favorite things like, in life. Oh, man. You use a fire pit in your yard? No? Uh, no. Well, we got that. No, we don't have an actual fire pit. We just got that natural gas thing. Oh, fuck. Uh, Here, I'm going to show, show Brooke the... Dude, so check this out, dude. This is the... So those of you, those listeners, I know you guys can't hear, can't can't see this, but I'll post it up on Instagram. You can make that like a one of the pictures in the podcast, right? You can oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, link, yeah. I'm gonna link that to uh, the picture of the the fine cocktails that we were drinking. Oh yeah, that's right. You got a picture of that? Good. My ice is melted, by the way, bartender. That's quite barkeep. Barkeep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we used to have a bartender. We used to have quite a bit of staff, and then like, man, you know what? The more moving parts you have in a podcast the more difficult it is to record. I'm not going to lie. So I listened to the first few and then I just totally stopped because I forgot. But it was like, I was expecting there to be like half a dozen people here. And I was like, oh, you're going to have a bartender. You That's kind of how it was food. when we first started going. Like we kind of yeah. had it going. But the problem was, um, uh, you know what? Everybody's, Schedules. You, you know what? I always say this. Everybody's keen until it comes time to show up. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, fair. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically what it is, right? So we, we've kind of trimmed, slimmed down. And we've been a lot more operational, effective. Man, that was a great burp. That was a great burp. Yeah, Good like job. like I had all the flavor of my previous cocktail, like just there, you know. Yeah, right? that was great. Yeah, hey, do you want to talk about the cocktails we had at Hero Lodge? Also, is it HeroLodge.ca or .com? You know, there, I, I have correct? no idea. Because they do have. I a found f- I found the Facebook page. Okay, um, yeah. So that might be. He's got a he's got a bona fide website. He does. Maybe? It's like um, it's pretty trimmed down. It's like here's two pictures of me catching the biggest fish you've ever seen in your life and a contact page of my pricing. That's basically yeah. it, oh, right? He doesn't yeah. even have the map. Did you find it? Yeah, I found it. Yeah, it is HeroLodge.com. What was that? HeroLodge.com. HeroLodge.com. Oh, HeroLodge.com. FYI, yeah. we are not sponsored by HeroLodge.com. We were just there. That'd be sweet if you could get sponsored somehow. Well, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's nah. like, he's going to send you a jerry can or what? Yeah. I, I wanted to like send him shit at the end of that whole trip. I'm like, you need like another water jug. I want to like, I want to like sponsor this. This is awesome. This guy, right? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Holy shit. Look at wow, the fish he's got on the fucking, fucking cover there. Christ. Pike that he pulled out. Look, you can see that's Pike Bait because you can see the reeds yeah. around the outside. So like, uh, God, and damn, that's where we Look at that fucking thing, man. Look at that. It's big as the fucking Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like a ocean lizard like what yeah you come back snake. here you're catching a fucking you're catching one of those the size of this microphone man you said the funniest shit about catching fish and i was thinking it the whole time you're like imagine what it's like being the fish you know <laughs> yeah, i was like oh my god i was thinking this when we were up there right yeah, like, dude, can, can you like, imagine like yeah, like yeah. just to put it like i don't know a little anthropomorphism there like you you go to like say wendy's you bite in your burger and all of a sudden you're ripped in outer space by a bunch of fucking aliens. And there's a shit in your mouth. You can't breathe. Yeah. And they're like trying to wrangle you and they're swearing at you. I was swearing at that. Remember that we went? I was swearing yeah. at that one fish. Like, stop fucking moving. I'm trying to get the fucking picture. Because the picture, Brooke, is the most important part. And, they, and Jocelyn calls this out at the beginning. He's like, the picture. 
Yes. Very important, right? In his in his in his English, right? It's like very. This is how you do it, and all that jazz. So every pic, we had to get a yeah, picture. Yeah, because I think time. you guys were holding the fish too far. I was like, no, you got to straight arm it. Yeah, because, like otherwise like, the photos just don't do it justice. Yeah, and it's and like maybe, maybe duck down a little bit, make the fish look as big as your fucking body. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, look at this fish. Get some trophy tips. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically like an alien abducting you into this suffocating space temporarily um, you're you're bleeding maybe from multiple locations depending on how much you bet the minnow lure and then you're torpedoed back at torpedoing mark do you want to talk about the torpedo method well i think i think most of our uh, like because we've, we've had some pretty uh, like well no well well i guess for albert like some well-known fishing guides on our show before i don't think you really torpedo in the river though like so, you just you just fucking you just like like football yeah. spike the fucking fish back into the water. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe oversimplifying it, like but fuck, why? Did it, yeah, yeah. So you just you have to get that movement past its gills to kind of revive it, because otherwise it just fucking wanders and dies, kind of thing. Because it's pretty exhausted after the fight, especially like yes. some of some of the fights to bring the fish in there, just because they're so big, can take. Take a while. Well, and we had more luck, I think, long line out. Long um, line, and so, yeah. and so they were saying, get near the points, look for rock outcroppings where they can hide, and they were doing maybe like fifty foot line out. And I'm like, we were doing, I was doing like a shitload, like 150, 100 feet line out, and like so reeling it in is like my my fucking left forearm is still like nice. Like, holy shit, getting pumped, man. Um, so a big fight. Definitely a big fight to bring it in and then do that shit. And then, yeah, when you're a kid, they're like, oh, you put it in the water and you wiggle it, you know, on the yeah. surface of the water. He's like, no, 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 torpedo. Woof. And they're like, in that site, and they were all good. As- yeah, because, like, I grew up the same way as a kid until I went out there where, like, like, oh, no, you just take the net away and just let it go, let it go. And, like, I don't know. I guess that probably is fine. But, you know, fishing has evolved. Yeah. Science has evolved. And, like, we had Hot Toddy showed up with these, like, rods right out of the fucking 70s, man. So he brought three rods with him. And, like, two were these backpackable ones that look like fucking bumblebees. Right. And the flex on them, I don't know what fucking weight was on the rod. But, like, he, he brought one in. I was on the boat with him. And, like, the tip was essentially touching the fucking reel. <laughs> and I was like, dude, don't let it get under the fucking boat. So he's just, like, wrestling with it. And he ended up catching a pretty big one and snapping one of his rods because it was just so fucking wild. But, like, man, like, they're big fish. They're and, big fish and fun and I, I've never, like, I've never fought anything like that before. Like, that was next Yeah, level. dude, it's I, I don't even cool. know how to describe it. It was just like, holy shit. Yeah, it's like, so jarring. Like, fucking my wife, she lost a few fish. She's just being like, oh, fuck. Just, like, reaping it way yeah, to her. Yeah. And yeah. then one time she got this huge fucking bite. She lost a reel. And she's like, I think I caught it on a rock. I was like, no, no, I saw some snap there. And then Toddy also had the same thing happen. I was like, fuck, there's going to be this fish so pissed off. He's just so full of these plastic minnows. I, I also Go lost around. one. I was trying to do that boss mode thing because I didn't have the net like a, like a total noob and blah, blah, blah. He ended up getting elevation and he went past the lead and bit the line. Oh, shit. And then so now he's got this fucking minnow, to your point, just like jammed in his body for the rest of his life. So like have fun. Oh, I'm sure he probably it. coughed or spit it out because like, they're pretty yeah. spastic. Good. Right? I, hope, I hope they did. I don't yeah. want that thing. Yeah, that's, that's the thing around. you don't want to like because I am, uh, I don't know, I'm such a dabbler when it comes to fishing. Like, I fucking love hunting, but like I love dabbling. Yeah. Dashing. Yeah. But yeah, dude, we'll have to we'll have to get out here just to like really hammer home how like how uh, how badass fishing up north is because like you come here like I went ice fishing on uh so drinking like McGregor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Fuck. It's just like a Harold and Kumar. It's exhilarating. Yeah, it is. Get your full. But like chair. you, you go and you're just kind of sitting down. Yeah, and sounds like I don't know. I, I, it, it, it kind <laughs> of uh, yeah, but it's kind of like a whole maintenance, which I know sounds super. Hey, it sounds super <laughs> disgusting. Where like you're just sitting around waiting for these fucking various bells to go like. Bing! 
I was like, yeah. fuck, man, this must be like we're working at fucking Amazon fulfillment centers, feel like. Yes. Like, like yes, great. Analogy. You know, and it's just uh, like, like, especially when you just got those tip ups, right? Like, and you got various holes around your here. And then, like, it, it's pretty gear intense, too, ice fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it, an it can be. Like, I, I got some buddies who are big into it. And then, like, my family used to always be in it. So I remember growing up and being on quite a few lakes there. And, it, you know, it's just, a, it's just such a cool, different way. I lo- don't get me wrong. Like, I've yeah. had a lot of good ice fishing memories, but yeah, if you want to invite me up to do it with your gear and stuff, I'll bring in the beer. All good. But like having that be the investment, you know, the, the everything, the shelter, all the gear, what your sled. I've seen too many trucks go through the lake in my yeah, life. So what, it's what like, I'm thinking we'll probably do is, or what? like, hey, Brookie, we should bring a, we'll get the podcast gear out and we'll get one of those manchets. Out at yeah. Sylvan Lake, so we'll be in the lap of luxury. We'll watch football and we'll fish, and we'll fucking do a podcast from uh, from Remote a fishing location? shack, remote location. Yeah, we could Love totally it. do that. Yeah, Love why it. not? That sounds like a fucking plan, fellas. Because yeah. like, because like, Brooke, I don't know. Like, you, you're probably like every other fucking Albertan. Like, you fished before. I've been ice fishing too. Yeah, yeah. Just once, but I've been. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah like, because yeah. we're the most aggressive dealers. It was really funny because like I know guys who are so like like fishing is their passion. Like yeah. it's their. It's their life. It's the number one thing they do. They always do it. They always go. And then, like, I'm just like, yeah, Charles, fish is pretty big, I guess. It's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, but here we live in kind of like the mecca for, for swift water fishing. So, like, fly fishing and everything here is, is really quite good. And then this year, just because we had that heat wave in August, they actually put angling restrictions during certain times of day. Just because catch and release, the fish were getting just too stressed out just because of the fucking heat in the watershed and things like that. So, hopefully, that doesn't hasn't done too much damage. Okay. And then there's some. Um, there's some, um, uh, what is it? There's some fucking exploration, like so coal exploration, you know, on the eastern slopes of the Rocky Mountains. So that might affect the old man watershed, which, you know, did they shut that fun. down? Because they it was did, like they, they changed uh, every yeah, political party and person on the planet somehow opposed to all at the same time is the only unified thing that's ever happened. In yeah, Alberta. I think there's still a handful going forward, but like, okay. you know, not as much as there was before. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully, you know, situations don't change there because, like, right. I, I, I've been blessed to be able to go out there and it's cool, it's neat, and it's just a whole different experience right it's not it's not Especially the same when you have a good fishing vest right mark oh fuck oh god so before the trip we go and brody brody's like okay hey, i gotta get fucking kitted out and i'm and me i'm mr basic right i was like you just need this he's like no dude you don't fucking understand so brody's like i need a big fishing hat and his wife just throws this like cheapo fucking dad hat like a 40 dollar columbia like, hat like the yeah. big all around the big fucking hat. Yeah. so he's got that that you had like you got a fishing vest from your father-in-law or something yeah shit? and it's like from the 70s and it's got all these old pockets and it's all packed out and it's got fly fishing gear still in it and so i look at, what was the joke bob azumi no, oh, fuck, I can't remember. It was man. Bob Azumi, I think, the, oh, the I famous just, uh, guy. Oh, I was just saying fucking <laughs> full-on dad mode right there. It was man. total dad mode. Yeah, because it's yeah. so funny. You're like, the first day, you're just in the fucking hats flapping. The fucking yeah, the way. wind was going. It's like... <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like tightening up the drawstring. You got know, the chin strap yeah, on fucking yeah. tight. Like, don't want to lose this hat. Like, that was super funny, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, oh. I should have got a fucking hat like have that. Have you been fly fishing before? I have, yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't. I've got gear for it at oh, my shit. father-in-law's place. So, Oh, okay, uh, yeah, we, we can go. I got some buddies who are super duper into it. I've, I've my brother is, uh, is quite into it, and okay. he's like a stone throw from the Sheep River. So okay. whenever he's not working up north, he just, he just fucking walks down to the Sheep River. And fucking cast all cast the day away, but like we had uh, we had George Samaha on from Bite Me Flyco a while back. We we're at a shop and we were drinking fucking moonshine. Oh, in his in his brand new shop. Fuck, that was cool. Yeah, and he's he's kind of going over. Really, really nice guy. He wasn't 
as foul mouthed as I think ninety nine percent of our guests. So it was really good to have a guy like that on. But like I went fishing with him um, again just through a, a, a random uh, military connection. And holy shit, man, that guy taught me more about fly fishing in five minutes than like I fucking even thought possible. And like I even, man, this is weird. I became functional. Whereas before I was just like fucking around too much. Like, oh shit, I'm in the fucking trees. I'm fucking <laughs> up here. Like I was just doing too much motion. And he's yeah. like, okay, no, dude, like here, this is all you need to know. I'm like, really? Is that simple? He's like, yeah, yeah. They do all this to make it look cool. But this is, this is that. This is all you need. Cool. And uh, cool. you know what? The second right. I kind of just chilled out, slowed down. You know, showed some intellectual humility and just followed what he told me. I fucking got a fish like right away. Go figure. I was like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. Go figure. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. It's a whole like, man, that is an engrossing hobby, though. Like the guys who get into tying the lures and like oh, yeah. the different line weights and everything. I bet. And, I bet. Yeah. No yeah. It's yeah. Just, we'll definitely driving go through the city and people are doing it right in the bow, right down the heart yeah. of Calgary. Yeah. Like you can go there. Like I went down there. Fuck. I think I was a teenager. I went down there one day and I was like, man, there's no spots to fish and no one wants to help you out. <laughs> so like somebody would catch something and they're just pulling fish out like with a degree of regularity and you'd go over like just being friendly. Like, Oh, Hey man, like you got any tips? Got any pointers? Like what are you using? He's like, no. Whoa. That's <laughs> rude. Yeah, dude. They that's were all super like fucking rude. Fuck yeah. That and I was just like, fuck like are all fly fishing dudes like this. And you know what? They're not, but like they're, they're mostly like super fucking mellow dudes. Okay. Like super mellow. But like, I don't know what it was about that spot or maybe just the time I went or maybe the guy's going through a divorce. I don't know. He this was, is the day I'm here. Fuck this off. A, you're ruining my serenity. <laughs> like, like I just think of Costanza serenity. Now I do this to relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck me, man. But like sweet, all right, we'll, we'll go, we'll go, because yeah, I, my whole childhood was just was just trolling, well, trolling, I trolling for fish or s- fishing off the dock, right? Well, dude, like, certainly I, nothing like this trip to Hero Lodge, Hero Lodge. Well, like, do, do you remember Hero, the girls talking to, the the girls talking about this the whole time, how they finally got their fishing pick? And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Because like all their single friends always talk about dating apps, how all the photos are dudes with fishing, really with fish. Yeah, it's I like didn't a hear trope this. now. It's like a pop culture trope. Oh, hilarious! Where like a dude. I guess because the the idea is that dudes take so few photos of yourselves, the only ones you do is when you're holding a fucking fish <laughs> or something that's dead. <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, I guess that makes sense. But like, yeah, I bet like I don't know. You could probably Google it. There's probably like a Men's Health or like a Maxim article that's like tips for online dating. Show your provider by showing that you bring animals yeah. in from the outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> like, like so you got like a fish the size of an iPhone. Like look at me. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, fishing is my life. Oh. Or like let's go camping and then. Like, like fuck man, I remember years ago there was like a tide commercial for indoors men where the guys are like dressed up like lumberjacks playing <laughs> video games. You remember that? And this fucking one no, dude I, I know who's like the biggest up. fucking indoors man. He was like a scout when he was like six or seven, and you could not pull the like it was like pulling teeth to get this guy to do anything that wasn't sitting around and doing nothing. Oh man. So okay. he's like, Oh man, I hate people like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like indoors man. Uh, I've never it, heard that uh, before. That is fucking funny. Yeah, dude. yeah, right? Oh like, man. Like, like, I think I gave you like a tip, I, like before you we went, I was like, just get some fucking heavy line so you can just rip through fucking. Yeah. And, and I, and I didn't know it was hilarious. Mark's no, no, like, it's totally it, fine. And, and, yeah. and you kind of fell victim, I think to some online indoorsman like, no, no, you don't want that line that much. Cause you won't get as much distance on your cast and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like looking at numbers on all the gear and I'm like, I don't know. And I like call my dad and he, he goes fishing in Northern Manitoba a lot or he did. And he's like, oh, it's fucking fine. Your buddy's, your buddy's right. And, you know, I don't really, you know, Mark's, Mark's hilarious, right? You have to take everything Mark says with a grain of salt. So it's like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a second opinion on this. And you nailed oh, it's it. It's totally fine. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't try to fuck with people that stuff because the whole reason I go with a heavier line 
is because as a kid, I remember, like, because I'd go fishing here in Alberta, and my fucking rod would, o- like, my fucking lures would always end up in the fucking right. weeds. Because the Canadian Tire, like, translucent line you were using was, like, two pounds or something. Yeah, you yeah. always had garbage line, and then, like, your favorite lure is gone. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't get it back. You go yeah. wait for your birthday, get another one. You got your beaver lumber tackle box <laughs> and, like, your four lures. And <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I hate fishing. <laughs> yeah, and maybe your uncle would take pity on you and give you one, right? Like, you know, so, like, it was always nice to just have something you could just rip through the fucking weeds yeah. and like but you don't like, even need to cast that far remember like there's no point like even the guides up up at, up at uh hero lodge were were just like dropping dropping lure off the side just of the driving yeah. they weren't even fucking casting i love casting though dude it's me so too. fun it's me just, too. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's a certain judistic while like yeah the sound Done. yeah let it let it fucking and like set in the minnow right because these minnows were set to that specific depth so like getting it set and then just doing the troll it was hilarious yeah i you know what i can't i can't wait to see all the hate mail comments we're gonna get from all the guys who are just diehard fishermen you're like what the fuck you guys you don't understand (laughs) and that's that's totally fair like controversy breeds breeds good i want to see the hate mail i'm looking forward to that everybody who has an opinion on fishing up north we'd love to hear about it here on the hard liquor and hunting stories podcast oh 100 we we, we totally would like because i I will say about that trip like the first time i did it like um I i think like most canadians i i never thought i would be able to go on trips like that like I thought they were like out of my price point. I always thought they were just Great so point, fucking actually. out of reach. This was very and they're actually they're actually pretty reasonable to go and do. And the experience you get, like you kind of get into it what you or so you get out what you kind of put into it. And I think if you're expected to be waited on hand and foot and you expect this white glove treatment, well, eh, there's other places you could go, but you right. will you will pay for it. Yeah. Where this like this is the perfect balance. It was rugged, but like all the shit that you normally have to deal with camping, like cooking and cleaning. And the cost and filling up the boats and everything, they, they basically just handled all that. So you woke up and you're just ready to go fishing yeah, and every I, day. I, right? I kind of like the self-guided aspect too, though, because there's a lot of times where like you go in the outdoors with a guide. And especially like if you've been doing it for a while or it's your passion or whatever, you, you don't really like your hand being held too much. You're just like, That's okay, fair. dude, just let me fucking... <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, just let me do it. Just let me do it. Just let me do it. And I get, I get it for some folks that's not... Like they want to learn stuff from the guide. They want to see the other perspective. Me, I want to make the mistakes. I want to fuck up. Yes. I want to get lost. I want yeah. to have to start a fire on a fucking rocky oak cove somewhere because I've totally got <laughs> turned around while I'm wrestling five fish and forgot where the fuck I am. It's not like Jocelyn was like, "Hey, here you go. Here's the keys to the boat. Fuck off." He was like, "Hey, if you have any questions, ask me." But we were all so jacked that first day. We're like, we're going out, blah blah blah. And then over the course of the week, like, "Hey, so how do you do it?" Like, "Oh, actually, this is my spot." And you know what we found out in the end was most of the fish we caught were within eyesight of the dock and we were going down and all these sweet bays gorgeous. Yeah. But most of the fish we caught were in sight of the lodge. Yeah, which is hilarious. La- last time I was there, yeah. man, I just hit all the spots, but like, yeah. I don't know, I guess just fish, they can change in three, yeah. three or four. What do you mean? Weird, Mark. I weird. Know, right? Weird. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. But it's just things like I just, uh, he, and he's still, he, blah, 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 came with us on the hunting. Right. Yeah. So it was, and we had Buddy there. Dan was there to help guide as well. So it's like semi-guided. And Mark, you were the first group to, to do hunting up Yeah, the, the next group, I think they had some shotgun cases. I, I thought I saw that. It's kind of nice, though, because like, yeah. like, I think we, we talked about this earlier, but like just breaking up breaking up the time on the boat. Because like yes. I remember there's times I got off the boat, and I was still like doing, wobbly. doing the Zodiac wiggle. Yeah. Like I'm up there. And one of the Toddy's Zodiac was slowly losing air every day. So they have to fill it up at night. So he, yeah, I don't know what ours, oh, ours had the weird floor that wasn't rigid. It buckled. The stays, the stays for the floor. Yeah. Kept slipping out. Yeah. And he's like, it's like that. It's a Zodiac. I'm like, yeah, but it's, you shouldn't buckle that much, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, because I think I used your boat that day. I was like, dude, your staves are missing. And you're like, yeah. oh, what? We're missing something. <laughs> yeah, like, I just thought this is the fucking boat experience. My boat yeah. was pretty good, except for how fucking slow it was. Yeah. That was the only thing which was nice. But, like, dude, those Zodiacs are pretty hardy. Like, you can yes. be in some fr- pretty aggressive uh, fucking chop. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't be taking six footers. No. With it that were on the lake that one day. No. When like there was white the caps. Part, like, yeah. No, see you later. We're not going out. Yeah. So Fuck it was that. nice to have a little bit of fucking chill time. But dude. What a great trip. What a great trip. But that is over and now we're starting a whole new adventure, which is prairie hunting. Um, well, I guess starting this week and, and carrying on pretty much for the remainder of the season because you got drawn for a deer this year, yes? I sure did. I can't oh, wait. I can't beauty. wait. First one. First one. Yeah. Beauty. Well, we'll get you out. We'll fucking drill that. And then, you know what? We'll have you back on here. We'll get crushed and you can tell us all about it because uh, where, we're, where we're going this year, it's uh, it's quite the adventure, sir. So, oh, okay. So, so if we end up hunting the coolies, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it'll be fucking cool, man. Okay. Like I'm, uh, I'm actually quite, quite thrilled on it. Okay. Sweet. So man. yeah. Yeah. Cause like the birds out where we usually go, they've been kind of, well, man, like you, it's just drought. It's just drought conditions. I heard that from you last week and we're going up, where are we going this weekend? We're going Sunday, right? Yeah. 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 We're going to an undisclosed location, but yeah. Undisclosed. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, for sure. Well, Brody, I think, uh, Brookie. How how are we doing? Are we are we? We're, yeah, we're nicely over an hour. So. Oh, okay, terrific. Perfect. Well, uh, well, what do I that say? How quick. do I usually round this up? Oh yeah, yeah. It's been that long. I'm out of practice. So Brody, Brody, thank you for so much for coming on the show. You're welcome anytime. Do you have any parting words for our guests? Well, definitely check out HeroLodge.com and the Facebook page for Hero Lodge because it was absolutely amazing. Jocelyn was awesome. Like, it spread the word. Everybody needs to go experience that, and I can't wait to do it again. And yeah, this crazy guy here probably going to be on a few more trips after that. I think it's going to work out pretty well. This could be pretty metal. Good hunting, everyone, and we'll see you.